you know, there is no rhyme and or reason to this illness. And if you hear a muffled voice in the background, it's my son. He's gaming. He has a little bit of time before he has to go to work. And I've been trying to manage my day. Yesterday, I was just manic. I had so much that needed to get done. And I'm so grateful that people responded to my post about if I messaged you and also to the individuals where I said, if I had contacted you or you contacted me and I was supposed to send you something or we were supposed to do a video chat, if I haven't responded to you that I've lost your information. Well, thankfully, everyone so far (laughs) that I know of has responded and I'm grateful. I was able to get the exercises to individuals. I was able to go ahead and schedule the video chats to help some individuals work on the tools like I had planned on. And I've been sitting here today. Now I had to get my son up. I had to wake him up for a haircut. And taking him to get a haircut at 15 is, oh, takes me back to his very first haircut. Now he's got the most gorgeous hair color that when he had his first haircut, women were actually taking his hair off of the floor so they could take it to the hairdresser to match the color. So it's just, he's just got gorgeous hair. And now, you know, he's wanting it to grow out. His dad doesn't want it to grow out. And then my husband's saying, oh man, now I understand what my dad was going through. Because, you know, my husband growing up wanted long hair and he had curly hair and he just didn't have the hair to do it and he grew up during the heavy metal thing and well it just wasn't the right hair to grow long our son has this incredible curly hair my husband wishes he had it he wishes he had that color because my husband's was the red that you know he, he morphed into the red that he has now when we met I was blonde but you know thanks L'Oreal and now I, I think, I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm brunette, but I'm not like a dark brunette. It's kind of brownish. It's you know grayish. It's got its thing going on. And I take my son to get his hair cut. Then we come back home and I said, I'm going to go ahead and sit on ice because I really overdid it last night. I, I didn't do anything. I told you everything that I had done, but my neck just to start to do this uncontrollable thing. And I don't know if it's spasms or what. And I really, really thought, you know, you get rid of the fascial adhesions, you minimize your pain. You got it. You got this beat, you know, and it's now I'm going on, let's say 10, let's say 11, 12, one, two, three. I'm like on my fourth or fifth hour of I'm going to do it soon. I'm going to do it soon. Now I did get up and feed my son. And I took him to get his hair cut. He wanted something to eat a little bit ago. I fed him. I have absolutely no appetite. There just seems to be no rhyme or reason to that either. I made myself eat a pack of peanut butter crackers. And I've got my paperwork faithfully by my side. I don't have anything pressing that needs to be done. But I have things that need to be done. And I feel like I'm allowing that to overwhelm me. And then there's a part of me that I was like, I just want to maybe sit here and let my mind do nothing. 
I feel like maybe maybe it's true what they say, you know, this mind brain fog thing, you know, your mind not being able to do <laughs> talk. <laughs> what I'm doing now. But you just get overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed and you just can't focus. You can't do things. Well, I've kind of been like that all my life, but I've thrived on it. I've thrived under it. I've thrived under pressure. Now, today it was like, okay, I need to prepare myself because tomorrow I've, I've ended up lining up and it's back to back. I've got a video call with someone to help them learn how to use the tools because they're trying to work on headaches and some face pain. And so I offered to help her. And then I have a pre-interview. And I need to talk with the woman because, well, I just don't, I, I, I'm just not sure. I, I don't want to promote selling something if I don't really quite understand it. And so I have to be upfront with her because I just don't, I, I don't want, you know, if, if I could sell something to a link and I don't know if, and if, if it could get you a discount or something because you heard it from the podcast, that would be cool. But I have to, you know, want to make sure it's, it's a quality product or make sure it's legit or something like that. So I just, I'm not sure. So I, I need to talk with this woman and then I have an interview that needs to be done. In between that, I need to get my son to school or to work. Oh gosh, school will be coming up soon. And then after the interview, I've got it lined up to pick my son up. I need to drive him an hour away for a doctor's appointment and then drive him back. And tonight, I want to be up. So when my son goes to work at five o'clock, my husband's working a long day. He'll be working late. I'd like for him to be able to come home to a home-cooked meal. So rather than do the things that I did yesterday, I mean, I'm not really hurting. I hurt from my, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like I'm hurting, but it's manageable. I don't know if my body's going to give out. I really kind of feel like in this little state of flux. Like I just, I don't know, you know, if I was up, would I be exhausted? My eyes literally kind of are burning because I feel like I just want to go to sleep. But I'm not tired enough to go to sleep. And things are weighing on me. And I'm like, I got so many things done yesterday. And then I have this local EDS group, you know, that I'm a part of. And I made a connection with with uh, a member. She just wanted, you know, to have like get togethers. And, you know, if, you know, since we're local, I have people, you know, get together. Well, unfortunately, you know, she can't drive and stuff. She has seizures. And she says she has short-term memory loss and stuff like that. And I'm in no condition to be driving all over. And we're close, but not so close. I've never met her before in my life. And I get a message from her today asking how will I be able to help her if I could 
because she's being kicked out of her place and she's got family here, but her family, they're not on good terms. And I can relate to that. I understand that. But she needs to know, you know, if, if, you know, I can help her and I can't. And that just makes me feel horrible. And there's a part of me that's skeptical that, I, you know, I, I can't, you know, she asked if she could come up to me and I don't know her, but it still weighs heavy on my heart. And I'm thinking, this is weighing me down. And then I remember growing up and my grandmother would literally pray. She was a very spiritual, biblical woman. And she would pray for the cleaning people not to show up because she just wasn't able to have them in her home for the day. And then I remembered all the times that she would do that. I didn't know I was going to talk about that, but I just, yeah, I remember that. And I remember thinking, it's all mind over matter. What's wrong? Why can't Granny just, you know, they're coming to clean her home. And then I started thinking about it, and I'm thinking, man, am I doing the same thing? Like, I'm allowing things to press me down where I can't move forward? It's like I could have gotten so much done today, but I did nothing. I took care of some necessities, and I'm hoping to continue with more. Do I have to be up against the wall in order to get something done? There's a part of me that's dreading my schedule tomorrow. But then there's a part of me that's thriving on it. I can't wait. Let's just go ahead and do this. I can't wait. 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Let's go. Let's get these interviews done. And then I'm thinking, is it the illness? Is this the way it's going to be for the rest of my life? I have absolutely no idea. I feel like a flip-flop, you know? I want so badly to do this. I want so badly to do that. But then I can't do it because my body... I mean, normally if I don't get something done, it's because I just physically can't do it. And so, you know, I can I can do some things of, you know, cleaning the house, but I can't do everything. I just feel like if I can't do it all, don't do part of it. Or, you know, it won't be that good if you can only dust, but you can't do the floors and there's no point in doing anything. And then I question, you know, why am I questioning? And then I'm thinking, I could have already called about that CPAP machine. Yes, that's on my list. I'm still, I'm still thinking about that CPAP machine. I've got to find out how you return the daggone thing. I could have already made that phone call, but I haven't. I just tried to sit here and let my mind not think of anything. And I put my phone down and I said I wasn't going to look at Facebook. I wasn't going to do any of that. And you have to kind of keep up with Facebook when you admin a group because you have to kind of make sure that the posts are appropriate and people are complaining and things like that. So I kind of have to keep up on that but I don't have to be posting things and I don't have to be responding or anything like that but I just kind of have to keep a watchful eye 
And so I was like, I'll just kind of do that. But I couldn't ever let my mind just do nothing. And that's not really the way I've been. But I hear so many stories about being overwhelmed and about not being able to accomplish things. And and I just keep thinking it's all mind over matter. It's all mind over matter. And I can fix this, but I just don't know if it is possible. The brain fogginess, I, I'm afraid to stop taking it, but I do think that bromide that I've been taking at night, the extended release, I feel like that's making a difference. I feel like it's kind of started teetering out. I'm not really sure. I also know that my pain is much more manageable. And <laughs> perfect timing there goes my son. But I feel like my pain is more manageable. I should be up and be able to do something. I'm so afraid of stepping in a hole. I'm so afraid of doing something that will mess up my body. And then the wonderful woman that I interviewed yesterday, Helen, she sent me a TikTok promoting her show. I've, I have no idea how to find a TikTok, but apparently there is a TikTok. I don't know if there's a TikTok channel or what, or is TikTok on Facebook or is Facebook TikTok or Meta or I don't even know. I don't know where you TikTok. But anyway, she did a TikTok and it was inviting people to listen to her episode and to follow the podcast. And I thought that was very sweet. And that kind of made me gave me the vim and vigor, the energy to say, I'm going to go ahead and do my podcast for tomorrow because it was something that I needed to do so I could check it off my list. I've done my AWOL Zebra agenda. I've done my three things today. I just was holding off on it because I was like, "Eh, what am I going to talk about? I had a lot of things I could talk about. But I just wanted to know if I could sit there and just binge and do nothing and not let it bother me. And it's just not humanly possible. (laughs) I mean, the whole time that I was sitting here trying to do nothing, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to do that. It's not due yet, but I still need to do that. I need to call Amazon about a return. I need to do this. It's like the to-dos are overwhelming. And they never used to be. And I think my, my stomach grumbling. I'm not really hungry, but I guess my body is. But that's what kind of scares me. Is it mind over matter? Is it inherited? I mean, I used to just, I used to honestly get so frustrated and mad at my grandmother. And I used to think that I'll never get like that because I feel like it lets people down because it was always such a letdown. You know, I was hoping, you know, we'd, we'd always hope that my grandmother would be able to come out and enjoy Thanksgiving with us. And it just never happened. 
we always hoped that she would be able to get up and go out with us, and it just never happened. And then I worry about this girl that I really don't even know, about her being turned away from the place she's living in because they're pushing her out because her lease is up and, well, she's not the one paying the bills and so they're not going to let her stay and she's needing a place to live. And I'm thinking, what if that were me? What if I was in that situation? What in the world would I do? And I'm thinking, I've always been a fighter. I've always hustled. If I didn't have money, I found a way to get it. If I didn't have something, I found a way to get it. Now, for the first time in my life, I don't know if I could do that. And that scares me a little bit. That really does. That's why I think this podcast is so daggone important to me. When I watched Helen's TikTok, and I swear I wish I could tell you how to find it. It was cool. I don't. The only reason I know about it is she sent it to me, but I'd have no idea if I had to find it out in the real world. How would I survive? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't operate social media. How in the world would I survive? And I'm not joking, uh, you know, because I'm worried about this poor girl that, I mean, I, I don't know what she's going to do. I can't help her. I can barely help myself. But I told her, I said, there has to be somebody in the community. I mean, and she's renting from a, a local church. So I'm just thinking, you know, they've got to help her. Maybe a, a, a local church or a charity. If there's a patient advocate. I mean, there has to be someone that can help her. And then I was thinking about it. The person that I know that's a friend of mine that's a patient advocate stepped down from adminning the local group. And then I saw something about her today. And somebody said, hope you're resting. Look forward to when you come back. Do we really have to step away from activities in society just to be able to do normal things? Like, have I bitten off more than I can chew? I mean, in my mind, it's like such a disappointment to me that I am struggling to follow through with getting people to come on the podcast. It's a disappointment to me if I haven't followed through and sent the exercises to the person. My question is, do I have any business offering those exercises? Do I have any business offering to interview somebody? When it's all I can do to take care of myself. I really started all of this because I just needed an outlet. And then I found out that other people need an outlet. And so I thought it would be helpful to have people come on and share their stories. So I was just trying to help. And I'm questioning now, have I bitten off more than I can chew? Do I have the right? And then I think to myself, how is telling me to stop doing something that I love that is my new dream because I had to give up my old dream 
because I have difficulty doing normal everyday activities like showering, cooking for myself. You know, when it comes to taking care of feeding myself, I mean, I, I went in and I made sure my son ate. I reluctantly ate a pack of crackers. I had a few of his French fries. I'm not really too big if I eat. If you could give me a pill and say that's food, I'd be good to go. Sometimes, I mean, I could sit down and eat a loaf of bread while I was shopping. That's, you know, you don't sit down and shop, but you know what I mean? I'd go through the store and I'd always buy two loaves of bread, baguette bread. I'd eat one while I shopped and I'd pay for two when I'd leave and one would be an empty bag that she'd be thrown away. And I'm a little nasally today because I'm swollen from working on my nose and working on my fascia. So, do I give up doing something that I dearly love, that I'm so thankful that others are participating in and listening to, because my body has decided it's given up on me being able to do normal activities. So there you go. I was wondering, you know, what would I chat about today? And I think that's I think that's it. Is it mind over matter? Is it something I can fight? I'm sure as heck gonna try. I'm doing my daggone darndest. I do. I think I have no business. That's why I try to do everything. The podcast, the interviews, and all of that. I try to do all of that when my family's out of the house. Or, you know, my son's here, but he's not gonna, He's not hanging out with his mom. He's in his room gaming, you know. When nobody needs my attention, that's when... I try to do things that would take me away from my family if they were here. It's the one thing that's helped me with my sanity, but then I feel like it puts more pressure on me if I can't keep up my obligations. And I'm putting that on myself. But I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair that a person that shows their their whatever it is their art their artistic side by painting and say they are allergic to paints or they can't you know do artwork in the medium that in the medium that they wished to because maybe they can't handle clay anymore or they're allergic to it now because of this illness why shouldn't they be allowed to find another way to show their artistic side. If you've been told you can no longer do something, it shouldn't be wrong and you shouldn't feel guilty. See, I'm trying to convince myself here. I shouldn't feel guilty for spending time putting out a podcast thinking I could have been calling about that CPAP machine. Or I could have been scrubbing a toilet. Of course, my husband would get mad because he doesn't want me doing the physical things. I mean, a simple thing like scrubbing the toilet. Pop something out. 
changing the sheets, stuff like that. I keep being told resting is productive for you. And that's what you need to do. And I did. Tried to rest. But in the back of my mind was all the things I hadn't done. And in the back of my mind was all the things that I had scheduled that I've got coming up for tomorrow in the next couple of days. And then in the back of my mind even further was I'm so excited that I've got these things scheduled. I can't wait to talk with these individuals. I can't wait to hopefully share what I've learned in hopes of giving them a little bit of relief. And I can't wait for them to share your stories. So I've got all, I've got all this room on my head. <laughs> oh, I just realized I got all this room in my head. <laughs> oh my goodness, an empty head. Yes, I have said it there. And I think it's just time to stop. Yes, my head is full of all this that obviously is not full of any common sense. I'm going to get ready to take my child to his job. I'm looking at my paperwork. I'm going to go ahead and let me pull that out while I'm thinking about it. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and call the CPAP people so I can go ahead and ask them how in the heck do I return this daggone machine? Then I'm going to shower and prepare supper for my husband. Yep, that's what's on my agenda. I thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for your messages and thank you for coming back. I hope your pain is minimal. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra, thank you so much. Have a lovely day.